Okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I interrupted. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> sorry, we I did not get far, you very far into Wednesday. Hey. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> the last thing we want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth. <laughs> That's a good one. My name is Sean Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. Not only am I Jim Davis, but today's episode has a shadow tagline because John... Ooh. One of my favorite taglines of all times, one that I'm proudest of writing, just came up randomly. It's, mm-hmm. you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the dog of animals, of podcasts, of Garfields, of podcasts. <laughs> that's, that's a quality tagline. That one, that one takes, you, takes you on some, some turns. It's a thinker. Like, it's a real adventure. It's a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way homer. Anyway, uh, oh. did I say, did we say who we are? It's hard. I think yeah. we said who we are, yeah. It's Wednesday, September 8th, 1982. We are reading the 1,543rd ever Garfield yeah. strip. Howdy doody. John, howdy doody to you, good sir. Um, and in <laughs> answer you. to the question that I think you implied by saying howdy doody, in today's Garfield, Garfield tries to hug Odie, but gets an armful of tongue. Now that's what I call humor. Yeah. Okay, so we have uh, we have Gar- we have uh, three panels in this one. Uh, in panel one, uh, Garfield is uh, is sitting inside the Arbuckle home with. I-, I guess he's in that like living room that consists of just like a giant open. He's in the infinity space room. with no furniture. It's he's called in the, the infinity, infinity room. room, John. It has a name. It has a name. <laughs> what I like about this is that you have, like if if silhouette Odie did not enter from the right. <laughs> We would have no clue how far away the wall is. You're like, right. it, it, would I, assume I would have assumed it was like a like couple right feet away. Right next to him. <laughs> but because Silhouette Odie is there in the distance, this tiny silhouette of Odie. Yeah, so we it's got to be like 30 feet. Yeah, this is a huge room. I'm, oh. I, not that Odie's really small enough to be in silhouette, really. I mean, yeah, it's okay. Got good. Jim Davis could have colored him. Well, I mean, it's a daily, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just like, I, he looks so far away. <laughs> it's an but he's not that room, much John. smaller than Garfield. It's an infinity room. Maybe so, it's a uh, really big Odie. I, you think, so what you're saying is you think that this is an enormous Odie that's miles away. Well, I'm not really sure why he's in silhouette. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I've never really been clear on that. I feel like he's small enough that the lines, if you tried to do an outline drawing of him, it would uh-huh. be too busy. The lines would get in the way of each other. It's like our, our eyes can't... Uh, um, uh, Your puny human brain uh, cannot conceive. Resolve the, the yeah. shapes when they're that small or something. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Look, all I know mm-hmm. is that Garfield's thought bubble... Right. I'm with ...contains you so far. these words. Go on. As long as I'm improving myself this week, I might as well try to get along with Odie. Yeah. How would you characterize Garfield's facial expression in panel one, John? Would you say he's non-existent? Like <laughs> there, there is no expression. I mean, there's a face there. Like he's not default. a faceless. It's a default, default expression. Standard. He looks a little this depressed. Is, this is like he looks a little depressed to me. Anyway, I think he's not even depressed. Okay, in panel two. Garfield is happy suddenly, spreads his arms wide, eyes closed, big smile, 
thinks, come here, Odie, give me a big hug. Now, let's talk about Odie's trajectory. Let's talk about vectors. Because okay. in panel one... Let's talk about vectors. Odie is... Odie is displaced along the Z-axis from Garfield, right? <laughs> like, he's way, way down the fucking Z-axis. But it looks to yeah. me like his motion is solely along the X-axis. Like, he's moving parallel to the horizon. He's not approaching Garfield at all. I, he's going to pass I, by I Garfield. I think I see where you're going with this. He's going to pass this. behind Garfield, right? But definitely go on. Yeah. In panel two... <laughs> Did not mean that to sound sarcastic. In panel two, I didn't take it as such. In panel two, he still basically appears to be moving from right to left along the x-axis. But his motion, like he hasn't moved along the x-axis at all. Instead, Mm -hmm. he's come towards us along the z-axis. At least like, I don't know, 25 feet towards us or so. Perhaps as much as a, a, a country mile. What's going on? So I think the correct way to make this strip, like if you were if you were making this strip, mm-hmm. like the correct way mm-hmm. would to ha- would be to have Odie going from left to right in panel one. Mm. Or just, just approaching flip Garfield. the silhouette. What if he was just flip approaching? the silhouette and and move the epicycles over to the or catenary, whatever those are. Why does he have to be in the distance at all in panel one? Like, what if he was just coming in from the right side of the strip? Or, like, he's not even present at all in panel one? No, I think that's good. I I, 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 I would really like him going the other way. Like, in the same place, but with the, the hoppy lines going all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he does right? a semicircle to get around towards Garfield or something? Well, the, it, it would be implied, but yeah. Yeah. I love an implied semicircle, John. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, I'm just saying, the, the, the physics... The mechanics of Odie's motion do not make any sense from panel one to panel two. Yeah, clear, clearly a mistake. It's a real problem. No stars, Jim Davis. Go to your room. Do better next time. So uh, you were discussing Odie's trajectory. I, I believe I was. <laughs> and what I thought you were going to... I thought that was going to be a lead into in panel three when we find out that his trajectory leads him to stop just short of Garfield. That's true. But but like with his tongue way out. Yeah. So I guess Garfield accidentally yeah. hugged his tongue. It's not really clear how this happened. I mean, look, having, I guess, having his tongue way out is characteristic Odie behavior. And having his eyes closed is probably not probably not the wisest move yeah. on um, Garfield's they part. They both got their eyes closed. Garfield's eyes are closed in panel two and Odie's are closed in panel three. People are yeah. closing their eyes all over the fucking place. Well, yeah. Yeah. John, how would you characterize the size of Odie's tongue in panel three? Large. Like, it's always pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. I would it's, say... It's bigger. In panel three, Odie's tongue, it's edging up against being larger than Odie's body. Uh, in terms of area, in terms I mean, of volume, I, I I know I'm just saying like looking at it as we are, yeah. Like okay, just in terms okay, of area, yeah, so I think okay. I think maybe it is larger. It's a very big tongue. Yeah, it's it's enormous. It's it depends on you know like neck. what you classify as part of Odie's body. 
Yeah, I mean, the tongue is a part of his body, so the tongue couldn't sure. be bigger than his body. Yeah. You know, it's a, bigger this, than his torso, I think we're saying. The set of Odie's body includes the set of Odie's tongue. Yeah. That's how you'd express that in set theory. I mean, you'd probably do it with some symbols, yeah, right? Yeah, you'd use symbolic logic, John. Yeah, yeah upside down. God, I love symbol. Remember when we used to talk about e, symbolic whatever. logic? I do. Yeah, can't go Those back. Those were the days. Can't go no, back. Well. Um, did we mention that Garfield is looking at the reader and thinking, yuck? Yeah. I, I got mixed feelings that's, about that. That's Y-U-K. I like that to... he spells yuck in a non-standard fashion. But I don't like the way he's looking at me. It makes me feel complicit. Yeah, also, he's like... It's kind of a weird expression on, on his face. Like... The smile still looks genuine. It's kind of a grimace, I would have said. And the and the and the eyes, mm-hmm. the, I think they're supposed to be looking at us, but they they don't they look like they're just sort of staring off into the distance, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's not really seeing what he's looking at. Yeah. Hey, he he looks like he's in like a a, a a fugue state or something. I mean, who isn't? Yeah. Takes one his to ears know are one. Back That's too. what I say. I love it when his ears are back. I don't know. This one well, doesn't do a lot. Yeah, me. this one doesn't do a lot. I think if it would be better if he weren't. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that would okay, make it better. Okay, here's my issue about the spelling of that yuck. It's, it's taken me a while. To <laughs> you register. said you said you liked it. You said that was the one thing you liked. <laughs> it's taken me a while to process, John. I was initially okay. pos- here's here's my issue with it. I, I look. I trust the process, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Y-U-C-K is the, tra- mm-hmm. is the traditional, conventional spelling for yuck, meaning gross or disgusting or whatever, which is what Garfield yeah. means here. Y-U-K is the traditional mm-hmm. and conventional spelling for yuck, meaning uh, laughter. Yuck, yuck. You know, a lot of yucks. Mm-hmm. And so I've yucking it up. I feel like... This is a confusing. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> this is a confusing. This is a confusing uh, punchline, or maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe it's, it's a double entendre. It might be a double entendre. I love the wordplay, John. You know I love wordplay. I do. I love spelling-based wordplay. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough of it. Can't fucking get enough of it. Yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. John, as you You've know, been listening every to Tuesday be- oh. we dive into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Um, received a, received an email here from friend of the show, Joe Rothenberg. Listeners, you're going to want to check out Joe Rothenberg Animation. Go to JoeRothenberg.com, a.k.a. JoeTatoChips.com. Check out that. Uh, Joe Rothenberg writes his subject line, Being Jim Davis, colon, a new era, question mark. Uh, it says, Dear Chris and John, recent events have brought one question to the forefront of my mind. What does being Jim Davis look like under a Biden presidency? We all know that being Jim Davis was born as a reaction to the Trump presidency. False. And to date, <laughs> has, has, to date has existed solely in the Trump era. False. So how will the podcast be changing in response to a new re- the new regime? What is the Being Jim Davis transition team doing to prepare for January 20th? <laughs> the BJD nation deserves to know. Sincerely, Joe Tato Chips. Um, John, Joe's email 
raises for me kind of the troubling the the troubling recognition that this podcast will pretty soon have existed in three different presidencies and that seems mm-hmm. like way too many like at least three too many if, if more than that yeah. probably who would have thought that this prog- podcast would conceivably outlast the Trump presidency it is weird to think that we've been doing this for this long. Yeah, yeah, because this started um, August of Obama's final year. Um, Joe, in answer... Yeah, well into the Trump era, certainly. Yeah, I guess that does count as the Trump era. Joe, in answer to your question, um, I can only assume that the politically correct liberal speech police will make being Jim Davis illegal in the Biden years. At least Mm, we can only mm -hmm. hope they will. Liberal speech police... Please cancel us. Please, God, cancel us. Cancel culture, Please. postmodern neo-Marxism. God, uh, oh, uh, intersectionality. Uh, Come on. Woke, the woke cult. Oh, the What do we have to do to get canceled? This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.